In this podcast, we're going to be talking with you all about technology and well-being, and we'll also be including some exciting info about our upcoming well-being week, which starts next week. You'll hear from us, Cara and Jasmine, the guidance counsellors of our college, and you'll also hear from some of our students across the junior and senior college about the great things with technology, as well as some of the not-so-great parts that can negatively impact our well-being. We're also going to be talking with you through an exciting challenge that we have planned for Wellbeing Week, a daily digital detox challenge that we've called Unplugged. Through this challenge, we're encouraging everyone to disconnect in order to reconnect. Reconnecting with each other and also with ourselves is incredibly important to our wellbeing. And disconnecting, unplugging, can also allow us space to engage in and enjoy many other activities that are beneficial to our well-being, many of which we'll be offering during Wellbeing Week. But first, let's talk for a few moments about how amazing technology actually is. This year, we experienced online learning, which of course was challenging, but technology was absolutely integral to allowing us to socially distance and to contribute to the safety of our communities. Technology allowed us to stay connected and to keep our kids engaged in learning. It allowed us as educators and parents to get creative and innovative about the way we educate and support our young people. And we've gained some really great tech-focused strategies that will continue on. Personally, we've loved the opportunity to explore different mediums and to get innovative. It was fun. Technology is such an important part of our lives. Let's hear from some of our students across the college about their perspectives on how great technology is and how they use it adaptively to support their well-being as part of their daily lives. Technology is really fun and it is very useful when I have to do school assignments. Um, I use Spotify to like just listen to music and unwind and just relax if I've had a stressful day or just to be happy. To support my well-being I use technology on a regular basis um, especially during like coronavirus. Um, I almost FaceTimed one of my friends every single day. So technology has drastic capability to improve the uh, scope of your education which in turn can help with future opportunities providing a more sense of uh, welcome and connection with things that might help in your future, for example, work um, or organising sport and recreation or entertainment. A uh, good, a great thing about technology is that sometimes you can uh, calm down and relax on the device that you're on and play it, talk to with your friends. Um because it helps you stay connected to your friends and the world and you can have lots of fun online playing games. It's entertaining and it helps people maybe be like more on track. Technology also, however, comes with some challenges. And for parents and educators, we have genuine worries about this digital world for our young ones. There are the obvious problems cyberbullying, online predators, easily accessible and more often than not unintentionally accessed content 
that simply age inappropriate and potentially traumatic and disturbing. Children who use screens too much are at increased risk of mental health problems, social issues, poor academic results, and even physical health concerns. And our students also agree with technology having some not-so-great elements. Let's hear what our students think about technology in terms of some of the not-so-great aspects. Um, something bad about technology is that sometimes if you don't win a game, you might rage and get angry. Something bad about technology is that um, you can watch too much of it and it couldn't be good for your health. Uh, the instant gratification system has drastic effects on the serotonin release from your brain, which in turn can um, impact your mental and physical health negatively. Technology is fun, but it is very addictive for gaming people. Uh, some bad things about technology are it sometimes can get too addicting. If you're watching it before you go to bed, you'll see another video and you'll keep on watching it and stay up a lot later than you should and get a lot tired the other day so you can't keep on track tomorrow. Um, something bad about technology is that it affects your sleep because of the blue screen and it gets addictive and you don't want to stop. Although technology can be like very useful and great for well-being, it can also be super distracting, especially if you have something due that day and or that week or whenever it's due. And I just find it kind of distracting when I get the ding from my phone that my friends are trying to talk to me and I want to talk to them, but I know I have something due. So it's just prioritizing. Um, although technology is great, it also takes up a lot of time. So even if I'm just looking at something quickly, I'll get distracted and move on to something else, which takes away from time doing other things. There are also some less obvious concerns associated with our tech-filled lifestyle. Recently, I overheard a father complaining about how kids these days are spoilt for choice and don't even have to wait for a movie to come on. He seemed to be complaining about how much kids complain when they have so much more than his generation ever had. And yeah, this is true. Kids are lucky in many ways to have technology as part of their lives. In many ways, they are fortunate and even privileged to have the luxuries associated with technology compared to our generation, but also compared to other communities around the country and the world. But we also need to consider this spoilt-for-choice, plugged-in lifestyle from another lens. Because what is also true is that technology-filled lives cause us many additional challenges and even problems for our kids, but also for us as adults too, if we're being honest. Consider one simple fact that most kids aren't used to waiting for ads on the TV. They can just pick something to watch on Netflix or YouTube and they can watch a whole series in a day if they wish, not having to wait for next week's episode. How unfortunate for kids to lack those experiences that strengthen delayed gratification skills. And what about the huge overstimulation caused by technology that is all around us? Our brain has so much more to process. 
In each moment, our brain receives information through our senses and has to make sense of all of this. It's like an email inbox that's constantly receiving input, some junk, some important, some urgent, and you have to scan through each one of these to determine which is relevant or not. How overwhelming, how overwhelming for our kids. No wonder we find ourselves and our kids find themselves unintentionally zoning out through playing numbing games or scrolling through Facebook and Instagram. We often do hear from people about how using technology makes them happy and even helps them cope with uncomfortable feelings. And yes, it can be fun. And yes, it can distract us from discomfort. But more often than not, when they're encouraged to really think about it, they realise that after spending all this time absorbed by technology, mostly they find themselves feeling worse than when they started. Perhaps more irritable, frustrated, annoyed, on edge. An additional to the overstimulation, consider what the associated sedentary lifestyle does to our body and posture and the impact stimulating and bright screens can have on our sleep. It's all a lot. Our human brains and bodies were simply not designed for these technology-filled times. Whether for work or pleasure, most of us spend so much time using technology. Have you ever got caught up in some form of screen time and not till much later realised how much time actually went by? Time that could have actually been used to engage in other activities much more conducive to a healthy lifestyle and to your well-being. So given all this, during Wellbeing Week, we're encouraging everyone to disconnect and reconnect. Unplugging our devices and disconnecting can also allow us space to engage in many other activities that are beneficial to our well-being, many of which we'll be offering during Wellbeing Week. We have planned some really fun, tech-free activities, including mandalas, movement, meditation, music, and a college-wide picnic, to name a few. And at home, we encourage you to do the same. During Wellbeing Week, there will be no homework. And we'll also be running a college-wide daily digital detox challenge. Each day at home, students will be encouraged to go unplugged and their parents will sign a ticket to confirm that they went technology-free that day. The challenge starts on this Sunday and finishes up on the Thursday in Wellbeing Week, meaning that there are five tickets that students could earn to be able to go in the draw for some really awesome prizes that are drawn on the Friday of Wellbeing Week. This Friday, students will be given their ticket book that also explains the rules further. We really encourage our students to give it a go. And parents, we strongly encourage you to do this alongside your kids as best you can. Kids do as we do. We think this family-driven digital detox challenge will be a great opportunity for a short break from technology, even if it's just for one of the days. Many of us have created very unhealthy habits surrounding our use of technology, Perhaps this short digital detox might allow us some space to individually and also as a family rethink our technology use, be more mindful about our future use for wellbeing and also incorporate other really important activities for wellbeing that don't centre around technology. 
All our activities during Wellbeing Week are designed to also support us to reconnect, reconnect with each other and also with ourselves. This is so important to our well-being. To finish up, let's hear from some of our students again about some ideas they have for activities that kids and families can do instead of plugging into technology over the week. Um, I know when I don't want to go on um, technology, I will often play games with my family, like board games or something. Um, I can go outside, just play some table tennis or do some like shooting with my parents and just come up with stuff to do pretty much. For me, having a sibling that is very hilarious and similar to me really helps um, because I can just play with her. There's heaps of things you can do without technology, like climb a tree, do a puzzle, read a book, kick the footy, go outside and heaps more. Um, something else you can do is play um, your favourite sport or something you can do around your house with friends or family. Another game you can play while you're not on technology would be tag or a sport that you like. Uh, some things you can do while you're not on technology is you can ride your motorbike if you have one or you can ride your push bikes with friends around. You can play soccer or a sport you like to choose and you can also find some new hobbies. Productive action is the best form of positive well-being. If you don't have access to technology, work out, read a book, improve your cognitive function in some way. It'll help your life when you get back to it.